digital citizen. Hey, how's it going? Hello. Thank you. Another another digital another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Hello, ladies and uh, gentlemen, and welcome to another digital citizen. Uh, that is we. We are uh, Luke and Fro. I'm Fro. The other one is Luke. That's probably the most logic thing. Hi, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. How's it going? <laughs> it's going okay. How are you? I'm all right. Um, just hanging out, not being in a tornado in Oregon, even though there was one somewhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard some rumors about that. Did you click on your heels and came home? Right? Yeah, I exactly. There was like a... There was multiple... They call them funnel clouds. But there was like multiple funnel clouds here. And one of them... I guess one of... I don't know any of this stuff because I'm from Oregon. But apparently when yeah. a funnel cloud touches the ground, that's when they call it a tornado. Okay? I did not know. I didn't know that I'm either. Not from Oregon. Uh, but uh, there were multiple funnel clouds, and one of them apparently touched the ground. And there were other ones that were out in the ocean off the coast of Oregon. It's very, mm -hmm. definitely has nothing to do with global warming, so, yeah. Absolutely nothing to do with global warming whatsoever. Uh, yeah, I'm sitting here when, uh, waiting for a package uh, that could seem a little sexual, I guess. You're gonna receive a package, yeah. That I think mm -hmm. that you could definitely use that as a euphemism if you were on some kind of dating app. <laughs> you want to receive a package, yeah. I, <laughs> I have a package for you if you know what I mean. Right. Mm -hmm. If you were a UPS guy, that would be a pretty good line. You know what I'm saying? It would. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm waiting for my Xbox Series X with a Diablo in. Uh, Pre, I don't know if it's pre-installed uh, or it's just a voucher or what it is, but uh, it has Diablo 4 on it. A game I have played absolutely zero of as someone that doesn't really like that. Oh, the Diablo series, you mean? Okay, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, that one just came out, so I'm not surprised you haven't played it, but... Yeah, Diablo's like a WoW kind of thing, right? Or at least the older ones. Were. I have absolutely no clue. Like I said, I have never played any of it. I heard, I heard. Well, I I remember when Diablo Immortal came to the mobile phone because that was the whole thing about like, is this a practical joke or is it the first of uh, April? Is this an April Fool's joke? I remember someone asked. Uh, and that was like very like oh pay to win and people were very much concerned that this whole thing would be pay to win as well with a lot of like micro transactions right in it. yeah okay uh, but people are saying it's one of the best like Diablo games since two uh, I I am seem to uh, like I watched a lot of like YouTube videos on Diablo because like I literally know nothing about the lore i know nothing about story i was like oh, what the fuck i like uh, i had two options where uh, i could either order it uh, with diablo 4 or uh, some car game and the car game was like a little like outdated i think it was like forza horizon 
something. And I was looking at the at the Play Store and I was like, oh, that came out two years ago and it's now like worth like twenty dollars, but this like new Diablo is like six hundred dollars still. Uh, sorry, sixty dollars still. And uh yeah, it's uh one of the things that I find a little confusing is that they have a huge like customization of yourself in it and it's like it's top down, so you don't really see yourself because you're so fucking small, and you can well, use and you're like not really hours. looking at the front of yourself. Right. I mean, sometimes yeah. there's you know camera changes that maybe cutscenes that you know that mm. could be affected in cutscenes and things. But I think it's more like D and D. You don't ever see your character yeah. in Dungeons and Dragons when you're playing like a you know a role playing game. It's kind of similar, but. You're seeing the back of their head, I guess. I'm seeing something yeah. really weird. <laughs> There's apparently in every Diablo game there was a cow level, a secret cow level. Okay. Mm. But in Diablo 4's cow level isn't real, according to Blizzard. But a group of players has discovered an existence of a ritual they believe will lead to this fabled, supposedly non-existent level. There's like a huge. <laughs> Apparently, there's cow-themed joke levels in the Diablo series uh, and in World of Warcraft. Ever like mm. they've always snuck this into their games, and people are like, "It's got to be in there," and they're denying its existence. And there's a big hunt on, on to find the cow level. So yeah. Well, I have something that drink uh, that cows drinks here. Uh, of I, course, I not. hope not. No, <laughs> it's so you got no. a soda. We're doing another. I have a soda. Two weeks in a row of soda reviews. Uh, pretty abnormal. But there was a new soda that came out in Norway, I guess. Yeah, uh, one of the most Norwegian things. Uh, so, Solo uh, is uh, or orange tasty soda that everybody drinks around Easter. It is like super like integrated into like Norwegian minds that you drink okay. solo when it's Easter because it has orange in it because orange and uh, Easter and, go uh, together. Easter goes goes together. Yeah, sure. So in Norway we have a strange fascination with Easter. Like we love chocolate uh, with with some like biscuit in in it uh, uh, and we love having solo and hot chocolate that's like what we do hot chocolate seems a little weird for that yeah. time of year but okay uh, easter yeah no, it's, it's it's snow it's snow outside oh okay yeah uh, but yeah now this is sulu so, so, sorry solo super uh, with passion fruit mm Oh, I'm de deadly allergic to passion fruit, so this will be fun. Oh, well, that's good. Mm -hmm. Fro's going to die halfway through the news. <laughs> At least we will have something interesting to talk about. <laughs> right. Uh, stay tuned to the podcast to see if Fro dies. <sighs> your throat uh. just starts instantly closing up and like your hands start Holy. to grow. Yeah, there's no real passion fruit in this. Okay, good. Um... Oh, that is very carbonated. It sounded very carbonated. Tastes very sweet. So this is the zero sugar one. I wonder what they have used as a replacement for sugar because that's very. It, 
Have you ever uh, tasted like cotton candy with with uh, uh, like taste of other things like passion fruit and things like that? I don't think I've ever had passion fruit cotton candy. No. Okay. It tastes a little like overpowered sweet cotton candy passion fruit. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is actually terrible. This is. Is it sweeter than the normal orange soul? Mm. Uh, oh, definitely. Oh, okay. Oh, definitely. I, I, I think, I think the passion fruit is kind of like over evaluated. So it's like, it. Uh, I, I get this like burst of like normal solo taste, but then the like sweet tang of passion fruit. That and passion fruit isn't like normally like super sweet. So I, I wonder what. I think it's the combination of like passion fruit and like orange together that doesn't really fit together. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, I'm going to give that a two point five. I think out of ten. Yeah. Didn't didn't really like that. Okay. Um, yeah. Yum yum. That doesn't sound great. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't. No. That's because it isn't. I mean, I love I love like orange soda or like. Whatever, mm-hmm. crush here, uh, crusher. What's another Fanta? Those are always good, but uh, uh, yeah, like this is uh, if you like Fanta, I think you will love Solo because Solo is a little tiny bit less sweet than Fanta. I, I I'm not a huge big fan of Fanta because I think it's a little too sweet. Oh okay. And I think this is like more towards the uh, Fanta than than the normal one. Do you know who else is very sweet? Who? Hunter Biden is extremely sweet. Yeah, he's he's a yeah. s- sweetie so pie. So sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love him. Yeah. So uh, absolutely no one. Sweetest guy ever. But Hunter Biden <laughs> pleads guilty to misdemeanor tax charges. Uh, mm. A scandal-plagued son of Joe Biden is expected to plead guilty to two counts of willful failure to pay federal income tax, the U.S. Justice Department said in a court filing. According to mm. the plea deal that he made, Hunter Biden will enter pretrial diversion, uh, a, a diversion agreement, and one offense is ele- for one of the offenses, which is illegally possessing a gun while being a drug user. So he's got to go to like drug mm. diversion. Um, the just <laughs> drug diversion. Well, it's, it's that we- sounds like so, so like someone's like standing outside with drugs and trying to divert you to right. trying to the drugs. Yeah, yeah, they do this like for people who uh, get that drive drunk. They'll like do, yeah, do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's because I don't think he does drugs anymore. Is the thing. So he's going to, like, diversion, even though he, like, he hasn't done drugs for many years, but maybe he does. Mm. The Justice Department alleged that he possessed a Colt, co- co- Colt Cobra revolver in Delaware in 2018. Like the snake? Yeah, because it's a okay. cool snake gun. Uh, knowing that he was an unlawful <laughs> user of addicted and controlled substance. Oh, so what happened here is... He signed a thing when he bought the gun, apparently, that said, I am I do not do drugs. And that oh. was, he lied on that form because he obviously was doing drugs. So that's mm. what uh, this this charge is for. Uh, it's different than the yeah, income tax it's stuff. Not, yeah, it's not smart saying that you don't do drugs on, on forms uh, when you use drugs. 
Well, yeah, especially when then your laptop gets leaked and everybody finds out that you're a crackhead, I guess. What? What? There was this laptop? I'd never heard about this. Yeah, I mean, it's been shown that he, like, he was spending millions of dollars on drugs. Like, literally yeah. millions of dollars. So, I, it was yeah. going to come out eventually if you're doing that many drugs and you're the yeah. president's son, you know what I mean? Yeah, talking about that, do you think uh, his dad will be hurt by this? By his son? I Well, I think he... Yeah. It's a little late for that. I think if if people were worried about uh, Hunter Biden, this isn't going to, like, change. Like, they would have been, like, worried about it a year ago, two years ago, if they were going to be mad. Mm. Would, you know, this isn't going to change anybody's mind one way or another. Uh, talking about his dad, he's totally on form and uh, has nothing problems with his head or anything. President Joe Biden caused some confusion at the end of his speech on Friday at the National Safety Community Summit in Connecticut. Biden spoke to a gun safety advocate, oh, two gun safety advocates and survivors of gun violence for 30 minutes on Friday at the University mm -hmm. of Hartford. And at the end of his speech, uh, he used the phrase, all right, God save the queen, man. Uh, I like that he added in man there, but... Yep. Dude, gosh, I can't put my finger on it, but there's something a little strange about that. What could it be? Well, many were questioning whether Biden's reference was to Queen Elizabeth II, Britain's <laughs> longest-serving monarch, who died in September. Oh, she's dead. That's why. Biden uh. did attend the Queen's funeral in September on the 19th. <laughs> so he should have known. He should remember probably <laughs> since he was there and saw her dead body, right? Because she was out on display. Uh, right. You would think he would remember this, that. Yeah, but this fits into the conspiracy that the uh, uh, United States are uh, really under uh, uh, Britain rule. So British rule? That. Yeah, that's yeah. not a... Uh, I guess that's still a... I remember us covering that back in the day. <laughs> I don't think that's still like a legit... Like, conspiracy theories, theorists still believe that. Maybe they do. Well... I, I tend to, uh, to believe uh, believe it a, a tiny bit um, more now that uh, he did this fupa. Yeah, I mean, the weird part about this is, like, yeah, the queen's dead, so you can't save her because yeah. she's clearly dead. Like, it's too late to what? save the queen. Um, mm. For God for God to save the queen. I guess God could bring... Mm. God's almighty. He could bring her back. <laughs> right? Resurrection? Um, but no, Nobody would be scared of that or anything. Right? We'll talk about that a little yeah. later on the Disney Channel. Um, <laughs> Funny enough, we will. We will, yeah. <laughs> but it's actually even weirder when you think about the context of this whole thing. Is like, he's talking about gun safety and, and surviving gun violence. And mm. ends it with, God save the queen, man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, even if he was like, God save the king, which would be technically correct, it yeah. still wouldn't... Why did he say that? <laughs> why would you... Because, because you're under British rule. Right, I guess so. Yeah. That's the only, only reason he would do it. Come on. I even think it's kind of disrespectful to put in man at the end, if you... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the funny part, is like... God save the queen, man! <laughs> man! Queen, man! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, let's talk about the real president of the United States. Haha, <laughs> see what I did there, because he believes that. Uh, Trumpy lump. I like the uh, the picture on the front of this Reuters article that's just like the back of his head. Yes, I love that picture. Uh, that's uh, that's pretty good. good picture of, uh, but yeah, Trumpy lump is in trouble uh, for things that's going on in Florida because... Uh, uh, he hid some documents or uh, something. I don't know if we talked about this case at all. Cough, I cough. think we talked about it last week, but the U.S. District Judge <laughs> Cannon has set an initial initial trial date of August 14th for the former mm. president uh, on federal charges of willful retention of classified government records and obstruction of justice. The Justice Department special counsel in the case promised a speedy trial after the 37 count indictment charging Trump with willfully retaining the classified documents. Uh, the date, if holds, would put Trump on trial nine days ahead of the first Republican presidential debate scheduled for August 23rd. That's the kind mm. of weird part. Obviously, either of... Like, the trial could get bumped because, I mean, yeah. Trump uh, in the past has had a history of delaying trials... Um, but he also lost a whole bunch of his lawyers that just quit after he got indicted, so right. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, that date seems a little... Hmm. Hmm. A little a convenient little... of a date? Right. A little too tiny. I mean, you don't want to go down the conspiracy road, but there's a lot of, you know, uh, people in leather jackets, for instance, saying that this is all... <laughs> A political, a political ploy by the Democrats to. Oh my God! To yeah, hurt his campaign. His yeah. Yeah, that was such a funny video. Oh, we should use his name sometimes and 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 confuse people. I I, I don't even know. <laughs> but I mean, like, do you think? I mean, you were saying you think this is rather. Do you think? That this judge is, like, doing this for political reasons? Yeah, it's not that strange to feel like it's kind of political. Um, it feel, Yeah, from my point of view, it sure feels like that. I, I don't have uh, any proof of that, of course, but sure. uh, it's just... It, 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 surely feels like it's kind of political. Um, I don't think it matters if it's political or not, in the sense that... No, it doesn't really matter. In the sense I that agree. the right is going to use it and say it's political, whether it is mm -hmm. or not, right? right. So, just, the, just because of the date that they chose and when the debates start and kind of this is the beginning yeah. of all the presidential runs and everything, for them to yeah. choose that date when it clearly would have made more sense for it to happen later, like early next yeah. year, mid next year. Uh, it's going to be used as by Donald Trump and other Republicans to call this a witch hunt. And so whether it is political mm -hmm. or not, it's going to be used politically. Right. So that's what I mean by it yeah. doesn't actually matter whether it, it, the, yeah, no. And I think that's kind of the sad part of it. It's just like, yeah, I totally agree with that. So I'm just, because it doesn't really matter. It's the optical thing. The that optics. Matters. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, would it, and, like, uh, here's a question. Like, yeah. would it have been more advantageous? Like, would it have looked less biased by the judge to be like, okay, let's wait until 
uh, when, you know what I mean? Like, when do you wait till? Because then you'd have to wait till, like, after the whole election it was I over would... or something like that, you know what I mean? Right, I would say after the election. Uh, speaking of Trump, Trump offers suit everyone at a restaurant. This was at a Cuban restaurant? Uh, mm-hmm. He went in, apparently, in Miami's it, Miami's famous Cuban restaurant, Ves- Veracales? Uh, after his, mm-hmm. This was after the arraignment on Tuesday. He's, he declared to a crowd of admirers, food for everyone, after walking inside. Yeah. It, it was a promise, though, that the former president okay. didn't keep, according to the Miami New Times, despite supporters also wishing him a happy birthday one day earlier. Uh, it turns out no one got anything, not even a cafecito to go, uh, somebody said. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, the Trump entourage had arrived at the restaurant, which he stayed at for only 10 minutes after he pleaded not guilty to all counts. So, yeah, he just walked in there saying, uh, it, this is what the Trump team had said. I don't know if they're still saying this, but that they would have given people food if any, but nobody ordered anything. Yeah, that isn't true. Right, yeah. The worst. There was a lot of people that ordered extra food that came out afterwards and were like, Hey, I ordered extra since he was. I think this was just maybe he thought it was like a silly joke, and then everybody else I didn't think, think it, it was, was a silly yeah. joke. Right. I, I, I. If if I saw the president and he said like free food for everyone, I wouldn't have ordered anything extra expensive because guess what? I would think it was a joke. I don't know. So I mean, it, depending t- on this. Yeah. Depending on like the situation, I guess maybe it mm. could you would, but clearly if everybody there thought it, you know what I mean? Sure. Then maybe I I don't know. I, like the, there's the idea of like m- not mob mentality, but just the idea of like a whole bunch of people. Right. They start to talk. Uh, uh, oh, did he just say that? And then another person goes, I don't know. Did he? And then you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, that kind of thing. Well, uh, Trump's uh, best friend and uh, comrade, uh, Andrew Tate, uh, has been charged with uh, rape, human trafficking, and uh, yeah, I'm not fucking surprised at all. Uh, And uh, it seems like uh, the trial is not that far away. Uh, The controversial influencer has been charged in Romania with rape, human trafficking, and forming an organized crime group to sexually exploit women. His brother Tristan, as well as two female associates, also face charges. All have denied these allegations. The Tate brothers appeared in court for the first time Wednesday. After he left court, Tate said, I love this country. I look forward to being found innocent. Um, It says here, the trial will not start immediately. It's expected to take on takes several years. The judge still has to inspect the case files and has 60 days... What, years? Oh, no. Uh, and the judge has 60 days to inspect case files before he can send the case to trial. So it could be within the next two months, but it could be longer. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, it also says there's other investigations currently uh, going on. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, they have been very on the offensive lately. Uh, been on a lot of podcasts and giving interview to everybody that's like interested in talking to them. 
Uh, it definitely feels like they're in their end game. It says here the separate charges that are still under investigation are, include money laundering and trafficking of minors. That's a big mm -hmm. one. So these are other charges that they haven't been uh, that haven't been brought on yet, but are still being investigated. So it could be worse for them actually. Uh, it, let's say some of these charges don't go through. The the other uh, currently being investigated charges could uh, they could be found guilty of if that makes sense. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's one thing, there's se there's seven women that have come forward uh, as victims, uh, saying they were recruited by Tate Brothers through false promi promises of marriage. So they, they mm. there's even a letter where Tate convinced this one woman uh, that he wanted to marry her, and he was like, I need you to be serious about marriage, and then he shipped her over to Romania, and they never got married. So, yeah. Yeah, what I don't really understand is what he's going to do with the seven dwarfs there. I, I don't... Miners. Were the dwarves miners? I don't... Yeah. I didn't remember that. Mining, yeah. They mined when, when Snow White was at home. They went to... Uh, to the... Uh, uh, mountain and mine the, uh, I think it was like minerals. Yeah. Nobody's okay. going to get that joke. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I take it back. Yeah. <laughs> Miners. <laughs> what the hell did they do with the minerals? Did we ever find that out in that story? Uh, it's a very very long time since I saw Snow White. So no. Yeah. Is is remember. there like a is there like a gold I mean, I, gold exchange in the forest in Snow? You know you what I mean? What I think it was <laughs> I think it was actually I think it was diamonds because I have this like weak memory of uh, things being like blue and in the mine, and they had the that song Hi Ho Hi Ho to the mines we go. So they're they're like blood diamond uh, sellers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they're mm -hmm. maybe now they're uh, doing minerals for like cell phones and stuff. Yeah. Maybe they will get fired if they worked as uh, ed editorial people because uh, everyone is getting replaced by AI. It seems. At least at Germany's Bild Tabloid, the biggest selling newspaper in Europe, has announced a hundred million dollar cost or hundred million euro cost cutting program that would lead to about two hundred redundancies and warn staff that it expects to make further editorial cuts due to opportunities in AI. Uh, mm. An email sent to staff, seen by rival newspaper Frankfurter Allgemeine. Uh, that it would unfortunately be parting ways with colleagues who have the task that in a digital world are performed by AI or by an automated process. Uh, the move follows an announcement in February by chief executive that the publisher would be a purely digital media company. AI tools such as ChatGPT could, quote-unquote, make independent journalism better than it ever was or replace it, he said. So... I think that's one of the things that people are not really thinking about when it comes to like AI is is definitely like things like uh, written media 
it will definitely both like hinder and like help in the future. Uh, and I do think that like editorial jobs, something like that, like uh, an editor has to like uh, fine tune uh, an article, an editor has to like uh, read if it makes sense in the context, things like that. And if you have a machine to do that, it could easily like uh, just fucking replace person. So I I think that AI will totally replace it. Uh, can AI replace police officers? I hope so. We have I don't know if you have these in Norway, but like for speeding tickets, they ha- at least here in Oregon mm. they have these boxes that just have like a. Yeah camera and it takes a picture of your is that that's yeah. basically a computer replacing a police officer I've right? been taken in one of those boxes I'm not proud of it <laughs> but uh, when I I think I actually have been taken been taken picture of twice okay I don't think it's ever happened yeah. to me actually there was one but it wasn't one of the boxes it was a, a a light and it was a mistake because one of the streets was blocked off, so I ended up like mm. sending a thing in, and they totally took the ticket away from it for it because nice. it was like uh, extenuating circumstance or whatever. But a uh, computer, like also being instead of police, wasn't that the plot of Robocop? <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> so, and, so <laughs> and I think Judge Dredd also. <laughs> Judge Dredd, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, but a heat that of didn't com- really go good. Actually, that would uh, that would be a good video game though. Judge yes. Dredd versus RoboCop. Like, uh, oh. I wouldn't be surprised if Mortal Kombat already has those characters somewhere. Like in the, uh, in you know when they did and like Jason yeah. and Freddy in Mortal Kombat and stuff. Yeah, and wasn't both played by Sylvester Stallone as well? No, uh, RoboCop was uh, what's was a different guy. I don't remember his name. Oh. Yeah. I thought that was Sylvester Stallone for for some fucking reason. No, he was a famous well. actor, but you look him up while I go into this, I guess. Yeah, uh, oh well. uh, he had a confrontation between a Florida sheriff and a deputy. A Florida sheriff deputy and Orlando police officer was caught on body cam after a deputy pulled over the officer for speeding in a marked police SUV. The officer then sped off and was later arrested. All right, so we got the video here. Mm. Of the confrontation. It's like a minute long or so. Yeah, I, it was Peter Weller that was Robocop. Okay, yeah. I knew it was somebody yeah. famous. Uh, I wonder why I thought it was Sylvester Stallone. Well, mm. his whole face is kind of covered up in that movie. Yeah, that's true. And you probably are just mixing him up with like the Judge Dredd character, which... Yeah, yeah. I can understand that. Okay, I'm ready to see this uh, video from inside. Okay, give me a countdown. In three, two, one, play. You gonna pull over? Please say a command. Pull over. The tables are turned. An Orlando, Florida police officer is pulled over for allegedly speeding. Three one thirteen to three thirteen. What? Do you... I am going right, into I... work, my man. Why are you trying to pull me over as I'm going? Because you're work? going 80 and a 45. <laughs> 80 and a 45. Oof, that's what pretty high. Like I'm dressed for. My name is Deputy Hilton, and they see your driver's license. No. Okay. Three one thirteen. Copy at ten fifty. But then a twist. The officer gets back in the car and takes off. Ten four. I got a city odd. 
Orlando PD taking off from a traffic stop. <laughs> this guy's so entitled, clearly. He thinks he can just uh, yeah. do anything. He's like, no, and he just goes. The officer now faces charges, including fleeing a law enforcement officer, reckless driving, speeding, and resisting wow. arrest. He has been relieved of what duty for the Orlando Police Department pending investigation. Right, right, stop there. I mean, the sad part is he'll probably just get transferred to some other police department. <laughs> Yeah. You'll probably be a police officer in Yovaldi, Texas next week. <laughs> Why did you pick that one, I wonder? <laughs> mm. Right? Yeah. People people are going to be like, oh, I heard that name somewhere. Why did I hear that name somewhere? Mm. Yeah, either Google that or, it, people. or they'll be offended by that joke, but it's possible. Yeah. So, uh, do you have a lot? Not a lot. Material things? I've got no. a, just enough, I think. I try to keep it that way. It's easier in your life if you just have what you need, right? Uh, yeah. I felt a little bit guilty, to be honest. Uh, ordering a totally new uh, Xbox. Yeah, but you like, had gotten rid of your PS4 to get this, so I... Yes. It, yeah. It would be one thing if you kept the PS4, but... No. I sold it. Yeah. Yeah, to get uh, afford a new one. Yeah, I, w I was thinking of like, yeah, I, I should probably be grateful what for what I have, but I was like, yeah, I want this. It's summer. I am going to have fun with it. Mm -hmm. And uh, Trun is going to be talking about being thankful for what you got. Hello, this is Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. A lyric of a favorite song of mine from One Hit Wonder from the 70s was called Be thankful for what you got. Be thankful for what you got. It was the theme. And I'm very, very, very agree with that statement. I am happy with what I got. I'm happy that I have a good wife, a child, a place to live, a, a place in society, in a country, where we have free health care and education. My country is not perfect. I will not even try to imagine that it is. But it has some benefits that many other countries don't have. Be thankful what you got was a hit. But the message can never be used. Because if people are happy with the God, then we will know hardcore capitalism. Capitalism is like that. You must work hard and you're going to own less. But if you live the life you want, because that's what he's telling you, you can live the life you want. If you live the life that you want, who's not to consume, not to buy things, not to use things. Just be happy with the things you have, the things you have in your apartment, the clothes you have, the phone you have is not the newest, highest technological thing. You're not really happy. You're just left-wing, retarded communists. You have to consume, you have to buy all the newest things. But at the same time, you're a free individual. You cannot live in a totally capitalist society and be a free individual at the same time. Because those people are always telling you what to think. It's always funny with politicians is that from the right or I don't want anybody to tell me what to do. Yeah, that's what Wall Street all do all the time. You're telling us what to do. Your religion tells us what to believe. 
who does sex with, what to smoke, what to drink, how much you're going to work, how valuable a life are. You're telling us things 24-7, giving us false illusion there are some, something better on the other end. I am happy with what I got. I am happy because I can buy things used. I'm happy with that. I don't give a fuck if people look down on me because I have a mobile from two years ago. I'm happy with the mobile I got. Happy with the camera I got. Happy with the records I have. Happy with my wife. I don't have to ch- get a new wife or go through some fucking face and I have to marry a younger woman. I am happy with God, what I got, and I'm still standing tall. That should be mental society. We're always talking about how the people have the power, consumer power. I think they're right now trying to fuck up a Bud Light with a shitty bear. Anyway, I don't even want to call it a bear. It fucking tastes like urine. But okay, that was distraction. They're, they're using consumer power on that one. Well, what if we normal people just use consumer power and just be happy with what we got? Stop buying a lot of fucking shit. Stop using money on bullshit things. Saving money. And work less. Because again, the biggest happiness I have is when I don't have to work more. More than I need. More than I really want to. I want to spend time with people. In my home. Outside. Not sacrifice myself for a false bullshit system who never gives a fuck about me anyway. Be thankful for what you got. This was John with Trump the Truth. Yes, you know the message. That was uh, Tron telling the truth as always. Thank you, Tron. Thank you, Tron. Uh, TV, I want to talk a little about the show that we have talked about before. Uh, Stars on Mars. Uh, I think people are sleeping on this and how fucking amazingly good it is. Uh, you've seen two episodes, I've seen three. Uh, I think episode two was actually more interested, mm, interesting, gosh, that was hard to say, than number one. Uh, Tallulah Willis uh, went out. Uh, it was kind of funny because she was like, she was asked like, why should you stay? And she's, she's like, ah. I love hanging out with you guys. <laughs> Let me stay. I think it was similar to the first episode as far as like they wanted to be on the show, but they once yeah. they got there, they really didn't want to like do the show, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. That's what it felt like to me. Um mm. which is kind of always going to be the case when you have a celebrity show, whether it's any kind of like whether it's Celebrity Big Brother or mm. uh celebrity what get me out of here or whatever there's always going to be those ones that just are there for a payday and don't really mm-hmm. care about they they'd they'd like to get out as soon as possible that's always going to be the case in these celebrity yeah. shows i think yeah definitely uh i'm not going to spoil episode three because lucas hasn't seen it but that is definitely the fucking case in episode three i will tell you that uh but uh yeah no i i I think this is, like, on the level of Big Brother, to be honest. I find it fucking amusing. I It is one of my favorite new shows, and people should check it out if they love, like, bad reality shows with celebrities. 
But let's talk about some new shows. Uh, let's talk about All Elite Wrestling Collision. Did you watch this? Uh, no. I, I went no. to watch it, and uh, it wanted me to log in, and that was too much for me. I was like, I, I'm too lazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a joke. I was like, I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> Sorry. That's that's the best excuse I've ever heard. <laughs> that's really what happened. Like, I ended up just going and watching something. I, oh, I ended up watching a movie, actually, instead. So Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's AEW. Uh, it feels fresh uh, because of, like, uh, the way they have filmed it. Uh, like uh, the colors feels fresh. I mean, the big thing going into it was uh, seeing Punk's return to the ring uh, after over a year mm-hmm. uh, because of the all out brawl out. Um, uh, I think I think uh, it will do AEW good. Be- uh, and I think one of the reasons for uh, me saying that, even though they're numbers especially for the friday show that i don't even fucking remember what it's called oh uh, yeah uh yeah i i don't remember either i can A- look it up or something i can look it up uh but uh i i do think that uh, uh rampage them, uh, rampage uh ca- having uh, kevin kelly on this that is one of like the best play by play yeah 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 uh uh, is a big thing and like having a very like even though it's a soft bland brand split like uh, between like uh, uh, Raw and Smackdown it felt different enough that I am interested in like seeing what's going to happen uh, especially me being such a CM Punk uh, mark and fan uh, I don't mind saying that but uh, yeah I think it was good enough. Um, I will give it a 6 out of 10, I think. Okay, well, let's see what else came out. Oh, this is what we should talk about. Something you, I don't think you probably saw, but pretty freaking scary. Mm-hmm. On the Disney Channel. Did you check this out? I did. This show was weird. I did, I When I first looked, okay, this show, I saw the title of the show, and I was like, seems like it's probably going to be like, I was thinking uh, some kind of, like, Tales from the Crypt, right? When I saw the title. Yeah, I was thinking something horror-related as well. I was thinking, like, short story kind of Tales of the Crypt thing. Mm. Like, especially since then I saw it was on Disney. I was like, okay, maybe it's going to kind of be like Goosebumps, that show that was Mm. on Nickelodeon, right? Kind of like that. Love Goosebumps. Um, And so, and then I read the description, I was like, what the fuck is this <laughs> for real? Uh, but literally, the show is about a girl who dies. This is a mm-hmm. Disney Channel show, by the way. She dies, mm-hmm. goes to mm, purgatory, I guess we'll call it, because it's not heaven or hell. It's like the waiting room. Right. It's it's in between. Uh, is there a loud car going by behind you? Okay. Or mm-hmm. a jet plane of some plane. type? Um, mm-hmm. She... She... Uh, isn't supposed to go... She isn't supposed to die. I, I guess the Grim Reaper made a mistake, right? And yes. uh, the two people that she meets in what we're calling Purgatory, or the waiting room, mm. is one's named Scary and one's named Pretty. That's why the show is called Pretty Freaking Scary, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I guess the end of the episode that I saw, 
she has she has superpowers. We find out. We mm-hmm. don't really know why, but she also like everybody knows that she's dead and come back to mm-hmm. life, and everybody in this universe just accepts it. Like it's okay. Like yeah. there's no questioning of it. I guess there's the nope. one bully who calls them pretty freaking scary as like a bully tactic being like you're a weirdo for being dead but other than that everybody acts like it's just totally normal <laughs> it's like this has happened like 6000 times before this show is strangely not bad i don't know what do you think i fucking loved it it is uh i am so happy that you 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 saw this because i think if i had uh said uh, you should check this out you would probably not I have done that, so I'm... Well, I'm... just by the description, like, the way it's described online is, like, so yeah. intriguing for a Disney show to be about a dead girl, right? That's just... That's weird, right? Am I wrong? <laughs> no, I, I I think it is very, 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 very strange. And uh, also, I, w- I want to say this, like, child actors normally are so fucking atrocious. And especially one, Disney Channel, right? Yes, yeah. especially Disney Channel, and and I can't say this. Uh, this is also a series that is based on a book of uh, series of books. Sorry, uh, uh, that I have read some of. Oh, so it is uh, kind of like Goosebumps. Yeah. Oh, it is. Okay. Uh, and. Uh, uh, I think it's kind of funny because I think the author is called like Chris P. Flesh. Uh, oh, like, like a, a not a real name. Yeah. Okay, yeah. right. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, no. Um, I did not think this would be as good as it is. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm going to give this episode that I saw a seven point five. I thought this was. Funny. I don't usually like American comedies either. It's it's, it's a funny. sitcom. Also, yeah, is the thing you sitcom. hate sitcoms most of the time, <laughs> and this yeah. is a straight up no frills sitcom. Sitcom. I know. Um, like I'm. I, it's like it's like everything I hate uh, in one thing, and, but it's and somehow works. it's good. I I even <laughs> felt the exact same way, and I also sometimes feel weird about watching Disney Channel shows or yeah. like Nickelodeon shows or something, and judging them, mm-hmm. right? But then I always yeah. think back, like, well, I wouldn't think that way if I was watching SpongeBob. I would still right. judge it just as hard. So, and that's like a kid show. So, yeah. um. Yeah, the show, I, I give it a six. I think it's strangely mm-hmm. good, and I don't know why it's so good. I, there's some, you know, uh, cheesy acting bits. There's some really bad yeah. dialogue. But overall, it's strangely all co- cohesive. It's, yeah. Uh, mm. I don't know. I don't know. It works. It works. Uh, what uh, did not work, I'm going to talk about the show. I am assuming that you didn't uh, saw because it's on Disney Plus, even we're keeping it in the Disney family. Okay. Secret Secret Inva- Invasion episode one. Uh, one you hate superhero things, and two it's on Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I probably wouldn't have watched it even if I was on Disney Plus. <laughs> right. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson uh, plays himself. Uh, oh, I did see a preview thing for that. Yeah, okay. It's I, I'm I, so <laughs> okay. 
I need to breathe two seconds about this. So, I think I am probably the wrong audience for this. So, I am a little tired of the MCU, uh, to say it mildly. Like, the, the two, I think it was like the two or three last MCU movies were hum hum. And I fucking hate retconning. Like, retconning in TV shows and movies are like especially bad when um, they do it in a way where I feel like they're doing it the wrong way. And that's kind of like it felt like here. It's an, uh, a S.H.I.E.L.D. show, and it's, like, it has a very good, like, uh, cast. Like, Emilia Clark is in this, Ben Middleton is, is in this, and Olivia Colman uh, is in this. There are a good of, uh, there's a bunch of good actors that are, like, doing their best. But when it's based on a property that feels this stale and like outwashed, I I don't have any interest in it. So I'm going to give it a very very weak five. It's almost a four point five, but it's totally like in the middle, uh, stupid, out there. But I I have seen a lot of like people going bananas crazy over this like calling it the best MCU show ever and things like that. I, I still think that's probably, like, uh, Daredevil, uh, the original, yeah. I would ask you what it's about, but, like, honestly, it's a superhero show. Everybody yeah, knows who, what the who, fuck who it's who about. Fuck yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, superhero save day, uh, almost dies, wins in the end. That's the... Yep. That's, yep. Uh, let's talk about the full Monty, I guess. This was hyped up mm -hmm. a bit, um, at least, uh, because I think it's, I have a Fire TV, and it's an Amazon mm -hmm. show, so I think that's why it was hyped up to me, it's maybe? Hulu. Oh, Hulu. Oh, well, I guess not. It, for some reason, I got a lot of hype for this on my television, like, in the opening thing, <laughs> so for some <laughs> reason, I just assumed it was Amazon. Uh, um, yeah, no, it's Hulu. Yeah, it was... Why? Well, I understand because of the cast, but like from the right. storyline I remember of the movie, this really yeah. doesn't have anything to do with that other than the title and the cast, right? So this is probably my biggest disappointment this week. Uh, I fucking hated this with a passion. I am definitely not the audience for this because I really, really, really liked the movie. I love. I mean, I haven't movie. seen it since the '90s or what, like when it came out. Um, yeah, it prob probably doesn't hold up. Right. And I think that's one of the reasons why I didn't like this. Because I'm never going to watch, like, the movie again. I just remember just, the movie hmm. at the time, because it was, like, the no 90s and everything was, like, anti-PC, and that's where... We I remember mm. thinking, this is so tame. Mm. It, like, this, it's... come Like, the movie I'm talking about. It's trying to be, like, risque, and, like, the whole point of the movie was that these guys need to raise money, and so they have to do a strip tease and go fully naked, and that's the way they're going to make the money, right, for the bar? That's what it was. Mm. Um, yeah, and, and then being, like, back after, like, 25 fucking years also feels, like, strangely out of date. Like, it, it, is, it is a very outdated show that... 
uh, uh, well, they've they've done a lot of these things like Boy Meets uh, or Girl Meets World or you know Fuller right. House, where it's like they just yeah. take the thing and because everybody's grown up or aged, uh, they just change it for this time period. And like the problem is that this one, like it doesn't piggyback at all other than the characters off the original. All right. it does is create a whole new story about how now they're grown up. And he's got a kid, and he needs mm-hmm. to, like, help her out because she's in trouble. The, th- the real thing is she stole this dog, right? Uh, that's, like, a half-a-million-dollar dog on accident. That's, like, the mm-hmm. main uh, thing of this whole uh, story, really. The main thrust of the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like I said, I hated the two episodes I saw. I'm probably going to give it a three- I'd give it a 4.5. I think the the acting's still good. And it shot similar to the movie. Like, stylistically, it looks similar. It's just mm. not connected enough to, like, justify calling it... Like, using the movie to uh, promote it. Or, you know, the title. It just... It feels like it could be called something totally different. And I would, you know... It could still be a good show just not called the full Monty. Does that make sense? Because it's so unrelated mm-hmm. in a way, other than the characters, yeah. It's still not the worst thing I saw this week. Uh, let's talk about that. Okay. Uh, well, one of the worst things I saw this week. I don't know what's worse. Um, Swiping America, did you see this? Unluckily, I did. It is pretty awful. Um, so, we meet four fi- singles that is in this huge ranch in New York City. I was like, what the fuck? I didn't know they had ranches like this in New York City. Oh, no, you're confused. Uh, They're all from New York City. The first place they go is in North Carolina, and that's where the ranch is. Oh, I I was so confused because I was like, this doesn't look like New York at all. I didn't know they had big... No, they you you must have missed because there was a point like uh, a quarter of the way through the show after they introduce everybody that then they say oh we're sending you to North Carolina and they go to this like ranch and the next one they're doing it they're going to Miami and that's the uh, second episode yeah uh, okay yeah so they go on uh, dates to meet people uh, they match with and they hang out on the ranch. And the house, and they talk to each other, and they yell to each other, and... I mean, the whole basis of it, the title is um, uh, Swiping America, because they're using, I'm assuming, Tinder or some kind kind of social media app. uh, Right. Dating app, social media dating app. And they don't really ever tell you which app it is, so it's not like being promoted by a specific app, I don't think, right? Because they never go like, right. oh, I'm using Bumble or whatever, you know? Right. Um, but this, this swiping gimmick is just that. I mean, it is very much... A, a Tinder. Gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the, the whole premise of the show is they're going to go to different cities outside of Mm -hmm. New York, because for some reason these four people can't find a single person that they like in New York City, which is a city of millions of people. Um, I don't believe you. If you can't find somebody in New York City, you're the problem, not not the city. I'm I'm just telling you that. Uh, Yeah, these people felt incredibly entitled that, like, it feels so 
terrible to like go into like a small town like this, but in the first episode mm-hmm. specifically, be like, I'm this big New Yorker person and I'm just going to hook up with whoever I want and then leave. And like, I don't care if they actually care about, like, there's something really weird about that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's only one character I really liked, uh, Kasun. Yeah, I think that was their name. Which one Kasun. was that? Uh, the lady with the blonde hair. Uh, oh, not uh, non-binary person, you mean? Right. Yeah, okay. Uh, they, they said, I think they were... I think I said they're, they're they, that's why I... I think so, yeah. Um, yeah. and then there was a lesbian woman and two straight women. So, mm-hmm. it, oh, no, and then there was the gay guy. Right. Gay guy, yeah, yeah. Okay, so there was the two straight women, the non-binary lesbian, and then mm. the gay guy. That's who it. Yeah, okay. Um, no, no straight people in it. Just nope. or no straight men, I guess. Right? right. Yeah. Which I guess would have been weird for the show to have a straight man in it, but at the same time, it could have been interesting. I guess I don't know. Uh, but yeah, no, it's a bad show. Uh, I saw two episodes and I'm totally out. Uh, I felt like they I were trying to make a movie because they say it's a docu series, yeah. like a uh, romance docu-series. documentary or something, romance yeah. doc. Uh, so it it feels like a movie made like a movie, not like a TV show. Number one, mm. it's badly edited. The editing is this fucking Very all over the bad. place, yeah. and that makes it unwatchable to me. The editing mm-hmm. of this show makes it unwatchable because. They do all these montages of things that, like, you... I want to see the date in depth, right? But they never... They all, mm-hmm. They're more focused on... You get more of them talking behind the other people's back to each other than you do of them mm-hmm. actually talking to the dates, right? That, yeah, yeah. And that seems backwards to me. Uh, but I'm going to give this a whooping one and a half. <laughs> yeah, I think it gets a... Actually, I was going to say a two, but a one and a half seems pretty good. Your turn. Oh, it's my turn. Uh, The Big D, another dating show. <laughs> Why? Why are there so many dating shows? Yeah. Uh, I, I, it's obviously popular, otherwise they wouldn't make them, right? But this Popping, one yeah. is, it's well, it's hosted by a bachelorette, I guess. That's who this because mm-hmm. at the beginning, one of the contestants is like, "Oh, she Did was on the Bachelorette. Her? Never seen her in oh, my yeah. life, and especially okay, never I... seen this guy." I, I recognize them. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're just basically Nick Lachey, uh, non-Netflix version uh, couple. Yeah. Uh, Nick Lachey and his wife. But they are the hosts of a show where... I don't know how many couples. It's got to be like eight or something. Eight couples. Yeah, no, it's six divorced couples. Yeah, they are divorced, but then they have to date each other's... Uh, ex-spouses. So it's kind of similar to MILF Manor, but just with divorced couples instead of moms and sons, which is much, I guess, Mm -hmm. (laughs) much crazier when you think about it. So this is actually tame when it comes to reality TV show in 2023. Well, yeah, I guess so. Compared to MILF Manor. uh, Sure. But it is, like, awkward, and it feels like they just made the show to break up families or something, you know? Uh, yeah, uh, this is from the USA Network. Uh, yes, uh, yeah. And uh, it felt really, really, really strange. Um, 
I like Jojo Fletcher and Jordan Rogers, but uh, uh, the the hosting people. Uh, but but uh, I mean, they're yeah. not there all that much, so it's not like you're watching no. the show for them exactly. Yeah. No, uh, I think their uh, dating expert was kind of funny. Oh yeah, is that going to be a something? regular thing? Do you think, or oh, yeah. is that oh, just yeah. for this challenge? No, I think it's a regular thing. Okay. Doctor something. So yeah, they vote each other out, and it switches yeah. from the men to the women each week. One week is the yeah. first week was the women. The next week's going to be the men, vice versa. Um, mm -hmm. They do a challenge, and then uh, the they have to pick the, either the men or the women have to pick who leaves. Uh, I thought the first person that left was probably the best choice. I, yeah. As far as, like, characters go, he was also the most boring. Uh, he was extremely and, boring. And annoying to watch. Uh, yeah. But then there's this guy named Thakur, who I was oh like... This... Who oh. is... This person looks like they were created out of some oh. kind of, like, uh, magical... It, it's like if you were to create a, a character in a video game, that you could end up... Yes. If you hit random, you could end up with this guy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, he, he felt like something that was built in a lab. Yeah, just total, and also mm. just completely brainless. Like the guy, yeah. so incredibly stupid. Yeah, it's uh, oh. wow. I I feel bad for him in a way because he, he feels like he got put in this situation and he has no fucking clue what's going on. <laughs> but I will say this: I think it is better than swiping America. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, I I think it's more interesting and uh, uh, actually funny enough, also better hosted. Uh, I also so think it's think not. That, there's something about mm -hmm. swiping America that is just cringy. Where this one, yeah. it, it's not as cringy. Yeah, I agree. But uh, I I don't think I can give it better than a three. Uh, yeah, three point five maybe. I think three three point five is. I, yeah. I, I put down a 3.5, but, you know, it's in that area. It's a bad reality show that is never going to get a second season, probably. I don't know, maybe. But I'm definitely going to check out episode two. I mean, it's not as bad as... I'll like, watch episode, episode two. I'm never probably going to yeah. watch more than that. It's Me neither. Me neither. It, yeah. it, like, I watched most of MILF Manor, which is very similar to this, but it had yes. a crazy twist. This is just pretty... Other than, oh, they're divorced and they fight. Well, yeah, they fight. They were a divorced mm -hmm. couple. They. <laughs> why do you think they divorced in the first place? That's the other thing. It's like the idea of, oh, you can't... Uh, heal yourself until you heal it, heal the wounds with this person. That's the whole idea. It's like, uh, no, mm -hmm. I think separation is that's the point of divorce, is to be separated. <laughs> uh, let's talk about another AMC thing that I saw this week, uh, and it is a spin off of Walking Dead. It's called Walking Dead Dead City. Uh, for people that don't know, it is following Negan and what's the girl's name again? Uh, starts does it start with an Maggie? Yeah, Maggie. I was gonna say it starts with an yeah. M. I I I wanted to say something else with M, but I I got it. Yeah. See this um, the when the the big plot point of this is from the original series where he kills yes. her husband in front of her while she's pregnant. Uh. This is the season that I stopped watching Walking Dead. Uh, 
was that the same season that I stopped? I don't know. I think I think we. Yes, I think so. It just, it got to be around that point. I think a lot of people stopped watching after that because it was just. Was that season ten or something? I don't yeah, know. I just remember. Uh, Watching that that uh, episode and then a few more episodes after that and being like this show is run its course. It's just uh, yeah because they do a time jump uh, jump at one 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 point and then I totally fall uh, went off. It was like they'd gone so far that they could never top themselves, and so there was no right. reason to watch it again because there's no way they were gonna like go above what they had already done in previous seasons. That's how I felt mm. about it. It was like there's no more excitement left. But this is based on all based off of that interaction, right? Is like yes, that's and, the uh, whole basis of the whole show. Good. And I, I think that just, I mean. I, Fucking amazing acting by Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Like everything he is in, he's fucking amazingly acted in. Uh, and I think Negan was one of the better things uh, for Walking Dead. Uh, and uh, he like like I said when he plays the villain, and uh, he plays the villain amazingly. Like I I I love it. But this show, I don't know. Um, it felt good to me. I didn't have any expectations going into this. So I think uh, with Walking Dead like ending last year, uh, and I was like, do I really want to watch this show? And I was like, not really, because it's not that interesting. And uh, I was like thinking to myself, this couldn't be good. But I am actually a little bit surprised of how much I like this. Uh, I think their interaction between uh, Megan and Negan, that's why I remember it, because it rhymes. Uh, uh, works and I think that I am interested enough to 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 give it another episode. I would probably give it like maybe around like I don't know seven ish. I give it a six. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the the real catch to this is you have to have seen at least a lot of seasons of Walking Dead to... Because to, right. they never do any... Like, the flashback stuff they do do is not explained. It's just shown... Doo-doo. Doo-doo, yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. the stuff that they show is all flash, really quick flashbacks without any explanation. Mm. So you have to know what the flashback's about already right. to understand like what it's... what it's yeah. Well, sure, but it's a negative in the sense that other people aren't going to be able to watch this that haven't sure. seen that stuff. You would have to watch, like you said, ten seasons of Walking Dead to even start yeah. watching this no. show. Who these people are. Yeah, exactly. So that's a big barrier to entry. I think that's kind of uh, negative. I didn't like the bad guy in this. I thought he was very cheesy of a bad guy. I agree. Yeah, the bad guy is uh, probably the worst. It's almost comedic. You know, yeah. like, you want to laugh at him, and he's supposed to be, like, the super evil psychopath, but you're like, he's kind of mm. just a funny jokester guy, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I it, it was fine. It was fun. I'll watch a few more episodes and maybe I'll get into it. Um, but it, I would say it's a thousand times better than Fear of the Walking Dead, which is another spinoff. Oh my god, Jesus Christ! So yeah, I went into this expecting Fear of the Walking Dead, and I came yeah, out with, was with Mia. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I went in with low expectations, and I give it a six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, me again, right? That uh, uh, was the last you. thing I saw. So. Okay. Uh, the last thing I saw was booked first day in. This is on A-N-E Network. I'm going to guess this is about uh, people on their first day in jail. That is 110 <laughs> percent um, uh, Yeah, it goes through like the booking process. Uh, and it's very like unusual, bizarre, and very like... Uh, tense bookings of people uh, and uh, you follow their arrestee with their permission and uh, see how they are like moved through the American uh, gestal uh, system uh, and what uh, talk, talk about like what led them to jail in the first place uh, it's very like very petty offenses to very like serious crimes and I think I like this show and I usually don't like any shows uh, I have to be completely honest uh, but I I I like the concept of this like it it's, uh, I think they, especially in the first episode, they got some very, like, interesting people they talked to. Uh, That's what it's kind I, of dependent on with these shows, is yeah. the characters they, they're interviewing, yeah. Uh, and there's something about, like, in the shows that are usually, like, very, like, uh, it's very, like, cop-styled filmed as well. Like, I, I like, like, I have said that before that i i don't especially mind cops i think cops is a very fun show to watch uh you're a bad liberal fro i know uh i think cops was created by a liberal guy though but sure <laughs> I, it was in one of michael moore's documentaries where he interviewed the guy who created cops and he was like total liberal mm. yeah cool i don't remember that but i'm sure it's true yeah <laughs> But yeah, uh, being the bad liberal as I am, uh, I do hate cops, but uh, I think it is uh, not the show, but uh, just as people. <laughs> <laughs> what was the show called again? Uh, booked. First day in. Uh, I'm going to give it a 5.5, actually. Okay. From the title, I yeah. thought it was going to be a TV show based on the 1994 uh, live-action animated feature called The Page Master, where he goes in a book... On his first, uh -huh. yeah, see, I get, I get the reference. <laughs> that was a lot. That was a joke. That was a, that was a joke. <laughs> uh, but we also watched something else. Look, what did we watch? Uh, we watched, uh, based on a true story. I couldn't remember the name. I li literally, <laughs> I was with because uh, it was Father's Day this week. I was with my family, and they uh -huh. uh, they kept asking oh what's that show you you and fro are watching and i was like can't remember i could not remember the name of it for the life of me like three times in a row it's not maybe mm. not a great title but based on a true story episode two 
BDE is the title of the episode. After Nathan's mm-hmm. botched proposal, Ava fights to keep him on target. When detectives visit the club, a petrified Nathan worries he's a suspect. Uh, the tennis club, we yeah. should say. It sounds like they're yes. talking about, like, you know, a club, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... Uh, I, I, I think this is going to be one of those shows where I go, fucking hell, didn't think this would be as good as it is. Because fucking hell, didn't think this would be as good as it is. Uh, such a good, funny show. I, I think the bad guy really holds up a lot of the acting in oh, this because so he's good. definitely the best actor of the oh. of the three of them. I mean, Kaylee Kogo is fine, but she's not you know yeah. she's ne- not a, no. a thespian him, by any means. Mwah. Yeah, he's oh. he just plays such a good like mm, psychopath. But mm-hmm. like you know, downplayed way where it's not like over the top psychopath like like that guy on The Walking Dead show. That's right, ridiculous. Yeah. But he plays totally downplays it and is like acts really cool and like calm and yeah, that it it makes it scarier almost right when somebody's like yes. a psychopath but calm. Yeah, um, yeah. This episode's pretty good. I think we got a few answers to how this is all going to go down. But mm-hmm. we don't uh, like. I still don't really know how we're going to get to the podcast point. We're after Me this neither. episode. No. Um, we're still in this in the phase of like the killer doesn't want to do it, and he's dodging them and saying, mm-hmm. uh, "You know, I can. I don't have to do anything you say. Like I'm, I'm a killer. I'm above the law, basically. You know, like what are you what are you going to do? So it, mm. this whole episode was kind of a negotiation episode between them. Yeah. And I have to say this, and I will probably say it uh, again, uh, I hope so, but there, uh, um, what, what is it called when you have a good ending? Cliffhanger ending? Yes, their cliffhanger endings in both episodes have been superb. Yeah, I, you don't always need really, a cliffhanger really good. for it to be good, but these ones... Because it's a mystery uh, in a mystery show, you should to ke- like mm-hmm. to keep people intrigued, um, and yeah, these ep- these episodes both had a really good. I think this episode, strangely enough, for a second episode, it's had better. more character yeah. development than the first yeah. one did. Maybe you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. At least for the bad guy, we definitely had more character development for him than yeah. in the first yeah. episode, um, yeah. which is weird. Usually, all like a ton of character development happens all in one episode. And then, the, you yeah. know, story. But I like the way they kind of mixed it up in that in yeah. that sense. Me too. Yeah. Uh, some of the storyline with the tennis, uh, like the problems with yeah, him and his tennis career, I could do without. I but could be without, yeah. But it's it's okay. I'm assuming that's going to come back into play in some way. Like, he's going to, the bad guy's going to use that against him at some point, right? It feels very Chekhov scum. Right, exactly. So we just got to wait. Yes. We got to wait for it. Yeah. I give this episode a 7.5. I give it a 7.5 as well. Oh, okay. Very, very happy. So, uh, Robert E. Kennedy Jr. is a presidential candidate. I don't know if we talked about him uh, when we were talking about people that were like, I mentioned him at, at, at like in passing when I was like, "Oh, who are the Democrats going against oh, Biden? Okay. It's Marianne Williamson and RFK Jr." But we mm-hmm. never like talked about it. We never did like a news story. Oh, he announced his run. 
Yeah. Right. Uh, and YouTube has removed a video of him and uh, Jordan Peterson talking together. Why? Uh, for vaccine misinformation, the decision, decision yeah. is the latest challenge for Kennedy as he seeks uh, support for his de Democratic presidential run. YouTube's policies against hosting false medical information are long-standing. Uh, I mean, long-standing as in since the pandemic, wow. right? Yes, I would say it's probably very long-standing, yeah. Uh, and then Peterson, a right-wing Canadian pundit and psychologist known for his attacks on feminism and racial diversity, uh, recorded yeah. a video for the podcast uh, for his podcast on The Daily Wire, a conservative news outlet. The 95-minute video was removed Sunday. Okay, so mm -hmm. this is kind of... This guy... Have you seen what's been going on with RFK online? <laughs> Yes. There's a lot... Of, like, this is one of many scandals that's happening, but the bigger scandal involves Joe Rogan, right? Yes. Uh, do you want to go into that, or do you want me to? No, go into it, please. Okay. So, this guy, RFK, went on Rogan. He did a podcast on Rogan, and mm -hmm. I don't... They Spotify hasn't deleted that, and it has probably all the same kind of vaccine stuff that he talked about on Peterson's podcast, I'm assuming, right? Because mm -hmm. I, yeah. the stuff that I saw from the Rogan podcast, it's he's talking about, like, very niche anti-vax stuff that I don't... It's very fringe. Yeah, I, I haven't even like, heard this stuff yeah. since, like, the early 2000s. Like... Yeah. Um, yeah, this is old anti-vax stuff, not, like, new... COVID anti-vax stuff. It's it's kind of funny because well it's sad mostly, but it's kind of funny that it it felt like his information was so fucking outdated that when he was talking about it, it felt so like what fucking year are you in? <laughs> it's like yeah, <laughs> it it very yeah. much like felt, felt like uh, he has he hasn't like updated. His arguments. Uh, He's still uh, watching uh, Jenny McCarthy videos uh, right. from like the yes. early 2010s, 2000s. and when she believed that yes. autism was caused by what uh, mercury in vaccines or right. whatever. And that's real. Look up Jenny McCarthy. She believed that shit for real. Um, yes, she's a terrible human being. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the big thing is then this uh, guy called or Joe Rogan called out the science or the scientist called out RFK Joe Rogan calls out the mm -hmm. scientist uh to debate RFK the guy says I don't want to debate and then that turned into like real life harassment of people going to yeah. his house and harassing this guy in real life not only that yeah. then he's getting dogpiled by other people like Jordan Peterson and others online to, to <sighs> debate this uh, guy the scientist guy is like, I'll go on Rogan's podcast, but I'm not going to, like, debate this or, this anti-vaxxer, basically. And so it's this yeah. huge thing now um, of whether... Uh, I'm expecting Joe Rogan to come in, out and say something about it today or tomorrow, right? I would assume. Right. Uh, in... in I, I, Yeah, I think this is kind of related. It seems like Spotify is... Uh, giving up on their exclusive podcasts. Um, so it will be interesting if Rogan is going to be hit by that. I don't know. I don't know how much of his contract that is left. I was gonna say he's like in a in a contract contract where other people maybe weren't as 
I think he has to wait for his contract to be over for it to affect him, probably. Right. But they are going to want to uh, renegotiate at the end of his contract also, so I don't know. Maybe they would. Maybe I, they won't. No, I don't think they will, because there were news this week that they are like more or less kind of like shutting down that part of Spotify with exclusive deals. Um, it came out after... Uh, Harry and Megan was more or less fired from Spotify. Uh, and Spotify, I think, had a press brief yesterday or... Well, she wasn't fired. They cancelled uh, her podcast, but yeah. Right, I, that's more or less firing her. If 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 their podcast is fired, I mean, she's also if, fired. If they kicked our podcast off of SoundCloud, I don't think SoundCloud fired us, I guess is my point, but yeah. Uh, yeah, the other thing with the Megan thing is what I heard is that she just didn't want to do it. <laughs> like she, right? There was there's reports now that she, she would did all uh, interviews in post. Well, no, they would they would have somebody interview the guy, and then she would come yeah. in and then basically respond to the video that they had recorded, but in reverse. Yeah. yeah so yeah. she didn't. It seems like she just didn't want to be there. Like. She didn't want to be the one to ask the questions because right. then maybe she could look dumb, I guess. I don't know. I don't know the reason for it, but... I mean, she's an entitled... Yeah, something I'm not going to say out loud. Uh, Eurovision. So. Um, Eurovision, yeah. It's never too early to talk about Eurovision, is it? Uh, they're talking about a shorter grand final next year when Sweden hosts the competitions. It seems mm -hmm. that SVT, the Eurovision... Uh, broadcaster is planning to reduce the grand final by a criteria of an by circa an hour. Oh, I see. Uh, mm -hmm. So, what are they going to cut out if they're going to? So, what they are going to do is changing to the voting format. Something I'm very much against. Uh, that it will be uh, possible to vote from the first song. Oh, um, and so they can cut out that big blank spot. Right. I I don't I'm know why you don't just... On principle, I'm very against that. This but, is uh, what I was saying about last... Or mm. I guess this year. is like, why don't you just fill that spot with other song, Like, other, you know, performances instead of just having it be a blank screen the whole time? It's like right. so... It's such a simple fix to have it still be entertaining and have that yeah. voting the way it is, and yet they refuse to do it for some reason. But uh, changing the whole voting system with getting uh, being it allowed to voting from first song is such a, a change to the whole fucking format. So I am so totally against that. Uh, and uh, they are also uh, thinking of reducing the interval acts. I I can see that. That is more uh, plausible. I don't know how much they are allowed to do by the EBU though because they are more more or less the one that's like own owns owns uh, the concept the European uh, okay. European broadcasting unit well who gets that uh, who gets like the at the end like the broadcasting who pays the broadcasting fees and stuff like that is it the EBU Ooh. It is uh, the hosting country, I think. Oh, okay. All right. So I think I think I think a lot of it 
is like putting pressure on. So here's what I think is happening. So I think it's like Sweden's way of saying, hey, your show is an hour too long. I totally agree with that. Like I, I, I we don't need a four hour show. I, I, I totally agree with that. Uh, I do think there's other things to do other than the voting system because the whole thing with like not being able to vote before everybody has sung, there's something very like democratic about that that I like because it uh, it would mean that for example like if you had a very popular song in the beginning of the show it could like totally like steal votes from other things that is last on the show other other way other way around like people are skipping the first uh, part to wait for the one that's popular and then get to voting it's just like it is it feels very uh left-sided because it will probably it will benefit being very early in the eurovision instead of like waiting to everybody has done their performance that's the other thing is what if a lot of people just wait till the end to vote and then they still have to yeah. tally all those votes? They still have to wait, yeah. right? So it yeah. might save some time, but there's still going to have to be a wait after everybody gets done singing. Like it's inevitable. There's going to have to. They're yeah. going to have to wait at least like ten or fifteen minutes instead of whatever forty-five, which is what it was before, right? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, there also came out some rumors of dates uh, in uh, in. Uh, the same thing. So the the whole thing is actually a very interestingly leaked document uh, from the Swedish t television team. That's uh, more interesting than just this. But uh, uh, it seems like it's probably going to be the eleventh or the fourteenth of May. So we'll see. All right, audible trial audibletrial.com forward slash ADC. That's audibletrial.com forward slash ADC. If you want a free trial of Audible, get a free audiobook or podcast or some other type of audio media at audibletrial.com forward slash ADC. Get to keep the free book or something. And if you cancel, uh, it won't affect you, but it will help us. Yeah. And uh, the funny thing is, like, talking about singing competition... They actually have a singing competition on there right now going on. That is very interesting, actually. Uh, uh, it, <laughs> that I do recommend that you listen to. It's called Breakthrough uh, with David Jiggs, uh, Kelly Rowland, and uh, Sarah Bareilles. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, what about that soda, Fro? How's that soda going for you over there? It's uh, not going anywhere. Uh, I have taken two more sips of it. It is actually too sweet. Are you gonna dump? Are you actually gonna dump it out? Yeah. Okay. It doesn't taste good at all. Do not buy that soda, uh, everybody. Yeah. Solo with passion fruit. No. Bueno. All right, movie round. Uh, I guess I should start. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I saw Creed three. Have you seen Creed three yet? Uh, no. I gave up. Uh, I know we both uh, saw the second one. I want to say we even saw the second yes. one together. Um, I think we did. And then this one, it's loosely connected. They, at the very beginning of this movie, they have to do two flashback exposition, like, five-minute mm. things, just to, like, 
make a story happen in the movie. They have to do yeah. these one flashback to when he's a kid and uh, just adds in this whole backstory that wasn't in any of the other movies. Um, and then another flashback right after that to the other movies to tell you, oh, this is what happened after um, after Creed 2. They do a flashback in between the two movies, if that makes sense. And it it's all exposition set up to create a story for this movie instead of, like, this movie being based off the last movie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, go, sorry. I have heard it's terrible. Yeah, no. One of the reasons why I hadn't bothered to watch this is because I have heard it's terrible. I think it was so bad that Sylvester Stallone, like, said no to the manuscript or something like that. Oh, is that why? I I didn't hear that. Uh, th- this has mm-hmm. Jonathan Majors, the guy who's being arrested. He's like on a domestic violence uh, thing. Oh, yeah. He was the superhero that guy that got yeah. canceled. Uh, they they canceled his superhero movie, whatever he was going to be in. Um, mm-hmm. Or maybe it was a show, superhero show movie. I don't remember. Yeah, it's Who got cares? it's got him as the bad guy. Uh, and they the flashback I was talking about. It's like them as kids and. He gets sent to jail, but the other guy becomes a boxing champion, and then it's them against each other kind of thing. Snore. Yeah, exactly. It's super, like, you've seen that story a hundred times. And it doesn't follow the formula of Rocky at all. I'm not going to spoil it, but, like, you can kind of insinuate what that means just by how Rocky Mm -hmm. goes. It's like a whole other movie franchise other than Rocky, I guess. So, Hmm. whatever. But I'd give it a mm, a three. Yeah, that seems amazing. It was definitely not worth watching, but it was there, and I've seen both the other movies, so you know, it, I think it was worth watching if you've seen both other ones. So if if you have, maybe check it out. I don't know if I'm going to bother. It's not even bad <laughs> enough to like watch and make fun of. It's just kind of boring, bad. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, uh, then we saw a movie together this week. Okay. Ex- Extraction 2. This also, is, I could not remember the name of this either when I was trying to tell people what I had seen with you. <laughs> well, this I totally can't understand that you don't remember what it was called because it's it's a movie we have seen 6,824 other times. Yeah, it's a million... Uh, military-style rescue mission movies, right? Like, have you seen any... one of the most generic things I have ever seen in my entire life, I think. And I... You don't really need to watch the original to see the second one, I don't think, because I don't remember anything from the first one, even though we both saw it. We know we both Mm -hmm. saw it. Uh, And I still pretty much followed along with what was happening as far as, like, the connections... The characters that were in the original and are aren't anymore, and things like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the, yeah, like you said, the storyline is so generic, so rehashed, been done a million times. Definitely could have been written by an AI uh, a thousand times over. Unless I mean, clearly the they didn't spend any money on story or uh, or like worrying about uh, any kind of like engaging thing to bring people in as far as like something interesting to the movie itself they were just like oh it's the new chris hemsworth movie people are going to watch it that's what i think i I think the prison scene that is in one shot 
It's pretty. Oh, that fight scene. Yeah, that was pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, because it was so long and un un uninterrupted. And it, it felt, felt totally, like, but it also felt completely out of place in a way from I the totally rest of the agree. film. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah, but I think that was the most interesting thing because they had, uh, uh, as someone that actually remembers a little of the last one, uh, there was a shorter kind of scene like that in the first one. Okay, and they have just taken that and like maximized it. But yeah, uh, not a lot of dialogue. Uh, not a lot of like plot. It is a very action action movie. I I wasn't bored one single fucking second though, so I will give it that. But it is, uh, it isn't good. Just to say that, but it isn't bad either. Uh, so I totally recommend it if you kind of like want something completely brainless and yeah. just. Having like we talked about so much stuff during that movie that had absolutely nothing to do with the movie, and we were still like following the movie without any problem. I mean, when they do have a dialogue scene, it's like yeah. so simple and so like yeah, like you, if it's him with the love interest, you know they're just talking about oh I love yeah. you, but we have to do this anyway, mm -hmm. like. It's so generic that you don't even really need to listen to the dialogue to know what's happening. Yeah. I agree. Uh, so I'm going to give this a very, very safe five. And say I do recommend it, but go in with those expectations. I said a four. I mean, it is still really generic. And the di when dialogue does happen, it is pretty bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my turn. Right. Um, oh, I saw Operation Fortune. Mm. Another like just kind of action action movie. Um, this is by I about this uh, Guy Ritchie, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, came out really earlier this year, and it felt like it got hyped up a bit, and then all of a sudden, like nobody was talking about it when it came out. Is that how it felt to mm. you? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, it kind of disappeared. Uh, I don't know. It was fine. Uh, it's got Jason Steetham, obviously, because it's a Guy Ritchie movie. Uh, but mm -hmm. then it's also got, what's her name? Uh, Aubrey Plaza, who plays like mm -hmm. a, um, computer hacker kind of person. Uh, and she actually is not very good in this movie. I love Aubrey Plaza. I think she's great. Mm. But she just felt like she stuck out like a th sore thumb in this film. Her acting is very, like, you know how she has that kind of dry sense of humor kind of like, um, I don't know how to describe it. It's just a very dry sense of humor. It just doesn't meld with the rest of the cast, I think. I don't know how to say mm. it other than that. You'd have to... Have you seen this or not? No. No, okay. I'd say it's worth checking out. It's a fun, stupid action movie. Um, it didn't really feel like, you know, early Guy Ritchie. It feels more like an American action movie style Guy Ritchie film. You know what I mean? Like Wrath of Man mm -hmm. Or something like that, mm -hmm. not like his original stuff. So, uh, I don't know, I'd give it a... I'm gonna go with 6.5. I think it's worth watching, but it's not, like, mm. amazing, amazing. Um, mm. Oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Hugh Grant plays the bad guy, and he's really good as the bad guy. You never see him play bad guys either, so that's kind of fun. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah. Hmm. That actually, I think, I like sold me off watching it because 
Yeah, Hugh Grant is always, like, the love interest in the movie. He plays this, like, super weird billionaire guy in this that it... Mm. He puts on, like, a little bit of an accent, and he's very, like, creepy, like, uh, predator kind of creepy guy. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's Mm. pretty interesting. I like it. But, you know, the movie itself, like, that might have been one of the best parts, so... Yeah, I was thinking you had seen Guy Ritchie's The Covenant, and that was the one that you had seen. It's actually on my list, but not because it yeah. looks like a good movie, just because it by, it's by Guy Ritchie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, what else did you say? Oh, uh, oh yeah, uh, Paint uh, with Owen yeah. Wilson. I need to see this. A comedy that's definitely not about Bob Ross. Um... Right. Uh, this Definitely is, not. Cough, cough. It's about a guy who's a painter on TV who does short paintings for tutorials on, like, a public access thing, but definitely not mm. about Bob Ross at no. all. No, don't. no, no, no. And if, it, if you even say that, you could be sued, I think, so... Um. Yeah, don't even think it. It is illegal, actually. <laughs> it's got a lot of really good actors, like, uh, comedy actors in it. Owen Wilson's really fun in it. It's more about, like... Mm. I would say it's more about, like, if Bob Ross lived a life in, to a point where then he became, a, a scandal happened and he was no longer looked at as, like, a positive person anymore. So it's mm-hmm. like a, a future that never happened for Bob Ross. Imagine it like mm-hmm. that. So he's playing, like, the Bob Ross-type character but has, like, their scandals have happened, and everybody hates him now. And uh, another person has come to take his place as, like, the painting guy. And he, it, the mm-hmm. whole point of the movie is he's trying to get back his mojo, kind of. His uh, his love for painting. But it's all a comedy. It's all fun. It's all silly. Definitely worth checking out. Uh, I would give it an 8, I think. Yeah. Hmm. Well, here's a... Uh follow-up to a movie that I didn't think would come. Uh, I saw The Wrath of Becky this week. Uh, This is after... uh, So, the first one was about Becky, uh, Home Alone style, uh, taking out uh, people that uh, violently attacked her family. This is uh, set two years after she escaped. Um, And... It follows uh, her trying to rebuild her life, uh, taking care of an older woman, uh, uh, kind of like kindred uh, spirit. Uh, but when some people break up into her home ah, and attack her and take her beloved dog, because you know, you should never do that, just uh, watch uh, John Wick. Um, yeah, Becky has to return to her old ways and uh, tr- take revenge. Um, Lulu Wilson, Sean William Scott. Uh, yeah. I, I was going to say, say everybody already. dies except for her in the first movie, so it's right. got to be like a whole new cast. <laughs> uh, but uh, I very, very much love this movie and will give it a 9 out of 10, actually. It's on my list of things uh, to see for next week. Uh, it is really good. Yeah. I I think uh, this is a movie that people are a little bit sleeping on. 
because it came out of like like I said absolutely nowhere uh, the first one is fine it's uh, totally okay I think this is actually better I think the first one was on my top five best movies of that year whatever the year whatever and it came out I'm, I want to say it was um 2020 I think it was on, in yeah I think it was in my top five 10 at least. Yeah, I, I want to say it was in my top five, but I could be wrong. Yeah, it was a really good movie. I remember just being super impressed by the dad in that. What was his name? Kevin James, which obviously yeah, isn't going to be yeah. in this, but he was so yeah. good in that. Uh, he was such the villain. Where so he, good. Because he's usually a comedy actor, right? And so yeah. to see him in the different role was super refreshing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely need to check that out. All right. Um, let's talk about Cosby. It's Jello Pudding Pops. Uh, sorry, I'm getting this loaded up. Nine women have sued disgraced Bill com- uh, comedian Bill Cosby, accusing him of uh, sexual assault or targeting them for sexual assault. The women say the former actor and comedian drugged and assaulted them in their homes, dressing rooms, or hotels in Nevada between, excuse me, 1979 and 1992. Okay. Yeah. So this is new women that's coming out. Okay. Uh, and this is yeah. a civil case. Uh, so he I don't think he's going to do jail time for this, but they he would have right. to pay out to these women, which is good. I mean, as long as everything's proved correct. I mean, the thing is, he's already was once uh, convicted, right? So that... Right. Does... I'm wondering if, because it was overturned technically, does that affect the... Can they still, like, say, oh, he was found guilty? in court or mm. not, you know what I'm saying? Can yeah, they even bring it up? I don't know. Yeah. I have absolutely no clue. I'm not uh, an American lawyer. Right, yeah, no, I. it's interesting, though, cause because of the fact that it was overturned in such a weird way, I just wonder, mm-hmm. yeah, it's interesting. I totally agree. I think he's guilty is, as hell, but... Oh, he's totally guilty. Yeah. I mean... I, I believe that. You believe that. Everybody with two fucking eyes and a brain believes that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, what is also going to be fucking interesting is uh, watching this trailer. I almost don't want to watch it because I want to be totally cult when I go into it. But we are going to watch the trailer for Asteroid City. The car. Universal. Focus. Yeah. Oh, fast. We're not there. The car exploded. <laughs> Come get the girls. I have to stay here with Woodrow. It's very stylistic, it's like Farmer looking... Six mile 75. It's very Wes Anderson. But it's going for that weird, like, um, 50s uh, paintings, you know what I mean? The paintings that you yeah. would see from the 50s? So many fucking good actors in this. A nuclear explosion happens. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Oh my god. Oh. Pulses indicate. What? Oh, the beeps and blips. Like the last years of his films, like now nowadays, it's always interesting. This doesn't look anything like the trailer that I saw at the beginning of the year. Like, nothing like it. I can't wait to see this. I am so excited. 
I've just informed the president. How long can they keep us in Asteroid City legally? The world. Oh, that's pretty fun. <laughs> that's an alien doing yeah. That's an alien in a top hat. What's out there? The meaning of life. Maybe there is one. Are you married? I'm a widower. But don't tell my kids. You're saying our mother died. They're quarantined in these like little houses or something? Which doesn't exist for me, of course, but you're Episcopalian. In my loneliness, I've learned to give complete and unquestioning faith to the people I love. I don't know if that includes you, but it included my daughter and your four children. Sometimes I think I feel more at home outside the Earth's atmosphere. Oh, wow. Me too. Oh, my God. They're strange, this aren't is they? so Wes They're Anderson. Children. Compared to normal people. Yes, that's correct. It's true. Beijing, <laughs> Beijing. Oh, my God. I... Oh, that's a model train. That's not even like a real train. That's so yeah. awesome looking. It is so good. He didn't say anything. Uh, I meant yes, my mouth, my mouth didn't speak. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay, I actually can say this because it's not impossible. What is this Oscar-nominated movie all about? Asteroid City, a world-changing event, spectacularly disrupts the itinerary of the Junior Stargazer Space Cadet Convention in an American desert town circa 1955. I mean, that's not a lot of info, but from the trailer, you kind of get an idea what's going on. 7 out of 10 on IMDb, 73% on Rotten Tomatoes, 76% of Google users like. That's pretty solid scores. Seven yeah. all the way across. Um, yeah. Yeah, like I said, I uh, I have still to see a really bad Wes Anderson movie. It's so got sixty percent audience score, so it's yeah. a little lower in the audience. But I'm actually surprised seventy is a little lower than I thought it was going to be. But okay, uh, mm. I went to the IMDb. Mm -hmm. I got a. Let's see. Should I do a good one or a bad one first? A bad one. Bad one. Okay. Let's do a 1 out of 10, then. Be careful. No entertainment. It's movie school teaching from Actum Come 17. As well known for the movies of Wes Anderson, there's no entertainment at all. And if there is a single funny thing is in this movie, and it, oh, there isn't a single funny thing in this movie, and it wasn't already the case for French Dispatch, is that it only seems to have been made to feed the conversation of a troop of pseudo-intellectuals, and God knows how many there are in this world, in the last minutes of Mr. Anderson even dares to talk about sleep, probably for the spectators who are still awake in the theater. There you go. <laughs> I love the friends the dispatch. Now, this person clearly just doesn't like Wes Anderson. I think they yeah. had a chip on their shoulder. Uh, Dr. J says uh, one star on Rotten Tomatoes. I liked it when it was over, uh, though I was tempted to leave many times earlier. The deadpan, monotone delivery of dialogue is constantly annoying, meant as for sarcasm and inside humor. It simply does not work. And who those admire this filmmaker simply wants to be considered an insider. Oh, that's what I am, an insider. I didn't know that. Uh, the play within the movie uh, does not say anything new about actors, writers, or filmmakers. I guess a 9 out of 10 from IDGKMKZ7. 
Intriguing for the most oh, part. This film had me interested from the beginning. Straight from the start, I felt the Wes Anderson signature vibe. The film is what you would expect from this director, full of surprises and unex- and the unexpected. Something else I loved was the similar- similarity between the side stories and Moonrise Kingdom. However, the epilogue pulled me right out. Suddenly, I was feeling... I wasn't feeling it anymore, and even though it fit the story, I felt betrayed. This is still relative, of course, as the film was a masterpiece. So, uh, Also coming out, The Blackening. Uh, seven friends who goes away for a weekend only find themselves to be trapped in a cabin with a killer who has a vendetta. They must uh, pit their street smarts and knowledge of horror movies against the murderer to stay alive. This has a 6.6 out of 10 on IMDb, a whopping 87 on Rotten Tomatoes. What? 90% of Google users like this movie, and I am so fucking excited to see this. Yeah, it looks like a scary movie. I've seen the trailer for it. Yeah, it looks amazing. It's like a comedy, scary movie style thing. Uh, Elemental. Uh, in a city where fire, water, land, and air residents live together, a fiery young woman and a go-with-the-flow guy discover something elemental, how much they actually have in common. 7.1 ah. out of 10 on IMDb, 75% on Rotten Tomatoes, 87% of Google users liked it. Uh, yeah, it's a cartoon, so it's got a bunch of voice actors. Uh, yeah, it's by it's Disney. terrible. Terrible in the movie it's doing. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, another movie that's doing terrible, uh, The Flash. Uh, I wonder why. It's not like it's controversial or anything, is it? <laughs> right, yeah. It's not like there was mm. somebody that people wouldn't want to give their money to that was involved in this production or anything. Not whatsoever. It's not like it's Ezra Miller or anything. Yeah. No, not at all. Worlds collide when the Flash uses his superpower to travel back in time to change the event of the past. Oh, is this Superman 3? I bet Three. Ezra Miller wish he could do that. Yeah. Walk down in... Charles Going to the Charles. past, yeah. Yeah. Uh, however, his attempt to save his family in eventually alter the future, he becomes trapped in a reality in which General Saad has returned, threatening annihilation. Jesus Christ, I don't care. Uh... <laughs> uh, with no other superhero to turn to, The Flash uh, looks to coax a very different Batman out of retirement and rescue oh an in-person criterion, uh, albeit uh, not the one he's looking for. Are you bored any- anymore? I, I, the fact that they just brought Batman in as well, they're just like, let's just bring in other, you know what I mean? It's like... Yeah, Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck is in this movie as Batman, both of them. Both so. of them? How does that work? Or oh, different yeah. like time periods of life or something? Yeah. Oh, that yeah, mm-hmm. okay, that makes sense. All right, which movie do we, I mean, obviously we want to see Asteroid City, but I also really want to see The Blackening just cuz it looks oh, funny. I really want to see The Blackening. So I think those two I want to see kind of I wouldn't say on the same level, but for different reasons. I think mm-hmm. yeah. I'm probably going to see The Flash when it comes uh, out on uh, places where I can watch it for free. But uh, who is it? Is it CW? I'm assuming, or uh, 
DC, I mean, sorry, CW. <laughs> CW. Well, it's not that weird that you say it because the the TV show was CW. Yeah, that's that's why I made the mistake. Yeah. But I was, yeah. uh, I was thinking DC is owned by who? Like, as far as like the Warner Brothers, right? I have no clue. Uh, yeah, Warner Brothers. So it would come out on like the WB streaming service. What is that? But it sounds like exactly like the fucking plotline to Superman 2, 3, 4, 5, or 6, or whatever it was, where Superman uh, goes back in time to save, uh, and everything goes bananas. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, coming next week, News of the Week, TVs and Movies of the Week, based on a story, based on a true story, episode three, and another digital review of No Hard Feelings, which I've seen the trailer for, and it does not look great. Let me guess what it is about since you've seen the trailer. Okay. And you can tell me how wrong I am. Okay. No Hard Feelings. It sounds like an action movie. No. Uh, with the Staten in it. Where uh, he has to be a hitman that uh, does it because he has no conscience, so no hard feelings. <coughs> you couldn't have been more wrong, to be honest. Cool. Uh, Jeremy round. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Kick. Holy moly. What is going on on Kick? They have a lot of money. That's what's going on, because... Uh, they have a they lot of just... crypto gambling money, yeah. Yes, they just uh, uh, stole XQC, and I I don't... Oh, well, I don't think that it... Sorry? Yes? That's not 100% true, because it's non-exclusive, so he could still stream a Twitch right. if he wanted to, yeah. But I don't think that as, as big a uh, get as the second one, Amaras, because I think that is actually bigger than XQC and people are going to say why do you say that XQC has much more viewers than Amarath yes that is true but Amarath brings a different audience I think for, like just from a, like a numbers perspective uh, XQC mm. is bigger uh, but yeah uh, XQC brings an audience that probably already were at Twitch, or some of them, like, young men. Those are the people who are mm -hmm. on uh, Kick, I mean. Kick, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, uh, she could bring a different audience, but I feel like some people are just like, I don't want to go to Kick because I know that place is horrible kind of thing. Um, I don't know. We'll yeah. see what it does. The other thing that's been kind of confirmed at this point is it XQC has a reported 100 million... A two-year non-exclusive right. contract. And that was not true. Well, it is true, but what people are saying, it's not 100% confirmed, but he kind of said it on, in one interview, is that it might be uh, like in, in stock or something like that, where Kick would have to be worth money uh, mm -hmm. for him to be paid that money, right? It would have to increase in value, which is... Is Kick going to increase in value? Like, most startup companies, like, internet companies like this, don't make money for... Like, Netflix didn't make money for 15 years. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's kind of funny that he got in trouble, like, the the first day or something like that. It was kind of funny. 
I'm yeah. I'm just saying he is like it says it's a hundred million dollar contract, but it's probably more like what do you think on a right half that maybe maybe a little yeah. more than half that like sixty million, but that's still a lot of money, right? So yeah. Yeah, now, so uh, he was in violation of their DMCA policy. I think it was kind of funny. He went to kick and it was like, right way, like, uh, had to post the VOD he was watching. Yeah, so this is big, obviously, because Twitch, uh, it's going to hurt Twitch a lot. It, mm-hmm. is it, it's going to help kick, I guess. Uh, Twitch has just been making a lot of bad decisions lately, like yeah, not just, they have. Yeah. Uh, and so this, it, that's another reason that probably he was like, I would rather go to this place. Plus it's... it is a little bit funny that I feel like the whole Twitch thing, uh, uh, with them, like bleeding content creators started with Ludwig going to YouTube. I think that was like the first like. Oh, I was gonna say. Really... Well, there was Ninja to Mixer. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't as effectful because of where he went to. Do well, you see what I, I mean. I think it was more of a timing thing. Like, uh, mm. Twitch was still like. Right now, Twitch is falling off because of all the changes that yeah. they're making. And at that time, Twitch wasn't. It was still at the top of its game when Mixer came yeah. around. Mixer died off because it wasn't any competition but these clearly do show like kick is clearly showing that they want to compete with twitch where yeah. mixer didn't really seem like it wanted to it was just kind of another platform you know what i mean so i think it's a different yeah. dynamic business-wise more than anything else and clearly they have a shit ton of money or at least crypto money uh i mean uh they are owned by one of the biggest gambling sites there so yes uh- a multiple gambling sites is what I'm to understand. Like Stake is mm-hmm. has a portion Stake owned, has a lot. but yeah. there's other gambling sites that also are like in on mm-hmm. this uh, platform, uh, which means that more than likely his, his contract also requires him to to use their sites on the on. Yeah, and it, he's a gambler, so that's going. But to be my okay. then the question is: Is Amaranth going to start gambling on there? Because if she yeah. does, then we'll know that there's like a requirement by the contract. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, because she has never done it before. Exactly. Uh, we talked a little about it before uh, the Spotify deal about uh, the deal uh, Duke of Oh yeah, Duchess of Sussex uh, that was reportedly worth around twenty mil, and they are now taking off because it was not good. Uh, that, and I think, I think the thing that I, like we said, I think that there was a difference in, it was more that they, it wasn't performing well, number one, and number two, she wasn't uh, willing to work. Like, they, there was differences of uh, opinion with Spotify and her as to how much uh, she should be taking a role in, like, producing and stuff like that, and she wasn't willing to do that, I guess, so. Yeah. But this and also, is... it seems like Spotify is like, like I said before, taking a little like uh, sleeping on a little on on their uh, um, uh, big put money in podcasting. 
they did a lot of it in the last few years, and now I think it's. Yeah. I think it's more that they're seeing how well that investment did, and they're saying, well, these things, these specific investments didn't work. These ones did because they're not mm. uh, changing it for everybody. It's just for a certain podcasts, right? Yeah. Um, let's see what else we talked about. RFK on Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about XQC. Oh, the Titanic thing. Mm-hmm. You want to? You want to talk about that? Uh, no. Okay. There was like a Titanic <laughs> thing. Everybody probably knows yeah. about it. Uh, it's kind of sad because it's like it, it, we we have to wait. We'll see what happens see with it, goes. and we we'll yeah. probably report on it next week. Um, but there's you know it's it's sad, but at the same time, kind of weird and silly at the same time. Uh, mm-hmm. Smosh, uh, buying Smosh. Oh, are they? I didn't hear that. Okay. Oh, yeah. The original people, uh, Anthony and um, the other guy, both Smosh back. From who? uh, That, whatever, the... Yeah. What is the... Whatever company that was. The rights company. What? Yeah, I don't remember what it was called. It started with an M. Was it Machinima? Maybe it was Machinima. Something like that. I don't remember. Uh, yeah. You sent me the thing about Miranda Sings. I've seen this for a few weeks now. The Miranda yeah. Sings drama. We haven't really talked about it yet, though. No, she uh, is in maybe trouble. It is kind of... It's hard for me to talk about because it's very... Uh, well, the things she's accused of it's very, very bad things, uh, being a pedophile and things like that. I, I think, uh, no, it was her grooming for other people, though, so it's more grooming, because she didn't really do anything. She groomed somebody for somebody else. That's what I was right. understand. But more and of the, the stuff of her just being petty and mean-spirited behind mm-hmm. people's backs were some of the bigger accusations, right? Yeah, and uh, and also, like, having, like... Sexual conversations with, with people. Yeah, minors, uh, young people. Under, yeah. Underage, yeah. I mean, specifically the one, Adam, uh, whatever his name is, uh, right. YouTube drama guy, uh, Scottish guy, Adam, he came out with a whole series of videos against her, and that's where most of the accusations are coming from, is from him. Because mm-hmm. he was, like, super involved with her uh, YouTube stuff, like, when he was very young, and that's where it's all coming from. Yeah, it's a weird... It's a very also, weird yeah. situation. Also huge uh, YouTube drama, Hunt, the Hunter Avalon drama, that is going on. Jesus Christ almighty. So, for people don't that don't know, Hunter Avalon is a very, like, anti-red pill guy uh, that has been married... Uh, to his wife, his wife, uh, the rumors started with, like, him telling everybody, like, oh, we're getting a divorce. And then, uh, there was this, uh, Afro-American British porn star that released a video on YouTube where he delivered a lot of evidence where it looks like uh, Hunter Avalon more or less have been cocked by his own <laughs> ex-wife behind his back with uh, talking about like gangbanging and uh, well, interracial... That's not, that's not being cocked, that's just being cheated on. 
right. Uh, and uh, gangbanging and things like that. Uh, and then he uh, hit uh, back with saying, oh, everything happened after uh, the divorce. Then it came out all of a sudden that she had had a secret uh, uh, no uh, OnlyFans uh, behind his back as well. So there's a lot of things that's going on in that story. That's kind of like... It's it's wedge. Uh, you said he's anti red pill. Mm-hmm. Because I'm reading an article from Forbes talking about him and saying that he embraces Trump and bashes feminism. Oh, Avalon Twenty is part think... of a new political wave of raconteur, va- validated and inspired in the wake of President Donald Trump's victory and bred from the same anti-liberal outrage as Milo y- Yiannopoulos. And his self-proclaimed number uh, one, no. who is his self-proclaimed number one inspiration, in quotes, like Avalon, these firebrands are fluent. Is that Hunter Avalon? Yeah. Wow. Hunter Avalon, okay. 21-year-old video school dropout, has 276,000 YouTube subscribers. Hmm. So I think maybe you're getting tricked by this guy or something? I don't know. Maybe. I'll send you the article. Yeah, do that. I mean, it, there's a quote from him. I love being controversial. I literally get... P- get off on pissing people off. As long as I'm pissing them off, I feel for the right reasons. He says during an interview with teachers with phrases like Islam is the greatest cancer of the entire planet. Whoa. So red pill. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think this is guy is anti red pill, but Hmm. I've never seen him. So yeah. Uh, here, why is the Podlinks thing not working? I'm trying to send you the thing, but I'll go into something else. Oh, this game only up is like the most popular thing ever right now. Oh my god, I have seen so much. And it doesn't even look like a very good game. Like, it looks very cheaply, crappily made, don't you think? Mm-hmm. It looks uh, very Japanese. Uh, it is getting over it. Uh, oh, yeah. If anybody has played that. Uh, Even with the, the voiceover, it's... it's got the little voiceover, yeah. like, uh, getting over it. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, you uh, cut out there for a it, second. It, it, oh, uh, they set the world record. I think it was this week or something like that. Yes, that was the big thing that, like, me, I think made everybody excited to play this kind of crappy game that's just it looks like it was made like somebody just downloaded an asset pack and just like used every single like thing they could to make this game that they didn't have to pay for um mm. but yeah i uh i think somebody said a speed run for like 20 it was like a mid 20s uh and it's like a super long game. Like it takes hours to finish it, and somebody finished it in like twenty minutes. So it started yeah, twenty three minutes, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, it started a whole big thing of um, uh, of people wanting to like you know challenge that or at least play it to see if they could even get close. I think that's what it really hmm. start. What started it? Hmm. Weird. Yeah. No. I. I. I really. I watched the speedrun. And it looks like a game I am never, ever going to play. <laughs> right, yeah, no, the, uh, getting over it was super fucking, uh... I hated that game. I played it, like, for an hour, and I, like, 
never played it again. Huh, okay. It's it's not my cup of tea. Uh, yeah, I never played it. Speaking of computer games, Bingo 98 Season 3 uh, <laughs> on Brutal Moose. <laughs> yeah, Brutal Moose. I, 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 I have to say that this is more your thing than mine, but I did watch some of it. Yeah, it's, it's you know, kind of just fun and weird, and you never know what's going to happen next because it's mm-hmm. all based on a bingo, like the chance of the bingo card. So literally, like, it's the third season. It could end, like, there could be one stream, there could be a hundred streams till the end of yeah. it, you know what I mean? You never know how long it's going to last. You never know how many, how long games are going to get played. It's just the, uh, the excitement of like never know knowing how it's what's going to happen next. That's what really makes it mm. fun, you know? Yeah. Have you ever heard of the streamer Iraq? Uh, yeah, he uh, he got in some controversy recently, but he also I remember was the host of the Streamies last year. Right. He what? Uh, he went on a hundred dates in twenty four hours. Yeah, he's become kind uh, of like a Mr. Beast ripoff channel, clone. right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, one of his, uh, the last video he uh, he made was I got actually got m- uh, Mr. Beast arrested. So. Oh. video before this yeah. yeah I was that's another thing uh, speaking of Mr. Beast there was a thing this guy yeah said he was gonna deliver a cardboard cutout to Mr. Beast yep. which is like a thing that's happened a lot in I don't know the last few years people but making he was videos <laughs> and also stalking well it's not like any of those other people that did it weren't like also in a way stalking him to bring him things right, you know what i mean but, uh, it was the creepy part I it think. was that this guy did it in a really weird creepy yeah. way right he didn't call him ahead of time and say hey i'm gonna do this video or whatever it was like nope yeah he just did it without asking or anything i would assume everybody mm-hmm. else who's made one of those videos pre-arranged it right you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. not just show up in the town where where you are that's the creepy part yeah yep uh anything else uh, no no i think that's no. it for me uh oh there's the I, new idubs video which i think this is the new one oh, yeah. for him coming back after you know the whole drama uh, mm-hmm. is kind of i think it's all winded down at this point of, of the drama he was going through with the apology and everything. And I, I thought this was a good comeback video with the ants on a log kind of comedy yeah. bit. I thought it was I, fun. I, I thought it was very, very funny. I, I, I liked that he was doing this and it was like, okay, we're moving on. Yeah. It's, and it's uh, a whole new direction. Cause I don't think he's ever made video, a video kind of similar to this either, you know? So it's like, I agree. Yeah. he's taking his channel in a new direction and I'm willing to see where it goes. Hmm. Uh, do you know that roller coaster videos are extremely popular on YouTube? Is this a new thing? I mean, I know there's always been roller coaster videos on YouTube, but I didn't know they were extremely popular. I didn't know there was so many like point of view uh, oh. videos out there. Oh yeah, I did. It's like thousands and thousands of like point of view videos of different like roller coasters I, around. I the remember world. there was a channel that I. 
I just kept getting recommended a while ago that it's just a channel of different, all different roller coasters. Like that was what he so fucking weird. Oh yeah, but I love it. Oh, you're you're just into it right now. That's a thing. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will talk a lot about Xbox next one uh, next week. Right? Uh, yeah. So it's all that's going to be on Fro's mind next week is Xbox. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I'm getting it tomorrow, and uh, yeah, if you don't hear from me in one week, you know where I am. He's in the metaverse. He's in the metaverse, indeed. Okay. Uh, my name is Fro. My name is Luke. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Another digital, another digital citizen. 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 Another digital citizen.